listening to the Washington Weekly Review. I'm the Southeast Iowa Union's Kalen McCain. It's the week of February 17, 2024. Our local stories this week feature county department budgets, the Wellman Library, and the public health director. All of that and more is coming up after the big picture. Students at Highland will attend class only four days a week starting next school year as the district seeks to lead the state in an effort aimed at improving teacher recruitment and retention. The decision was made at a school board meeting on Monday in a 6-to-1 vote. Board member Monica Jepson voted against the change. She said she worried it would be bad for student achievement. Well, I did my research. I read several articles and I just don't see the benefits for students. Um, There's actually literature out there on these studies that I read that reading scores actually go down. Uh, Math scores kind of stay the same. They don't really waver either way. Um, So with that, I was like, that is not a benefit to students. Other rural schools may end up following in Highland's footsteps. District officials at Pekin and New London say they're having similar discussions right now. At a school board meeting on Wednesday, Washington superintendent said he'd start surveying student families and staff about the option. Washington school board member Mike Liska said he'd be interested to hear the feedback. I definitely think we want to survey the community, for sure. You know, hearing from staff and then also hearing from the community that have kids in the school district. Schools might run into an issue if too many adopt the four-day model. It's not clear how the approach would offer a competitive hiring advantage if every district does the same thing. Highland Superintendent Ken Crawford said he at least expected a short-term boost in recruitment and that the four-day week would change dynamics for future hiring efforts. I feel like in the, in the hiring environment of this spring and even into next year, I think we'll have an advantage of saying that we were one of the first and we were pushing the envelope long before uh, other people. A year from now, I think um, I think it would provide for a very interesting conversation of how each day looks because some people still uh, may not go to a Friday. They may not, if they try to do the Monday, I think that's a, a very different competitive conversation. That's the big picture. We'll be back with the local news right after the break. Todd Hahn Construction is an award-winning custom home builder with a 28-year history in the greater Iowa City area. Hahn's goal is to build you the finest quality custom home while providing you with a positive experience along the way. It's one of the many reasons they've been named the Iowa City Area Home Builder of the Year time and time again. A custom home is more than just a house. It's the culmination of a dream and years of hard work. Todd Hahn Construction makes that dream come true by always putting you, the customer, first. For more information, go to ToddHahnConstruction.com. That's T-O-D-D-H-A-H-N Construction.com. Washington County departments struggled to meet a directive from supervisors to slash their budget by 5% next fiscal year. In preliminary budget work sessions this month, only Washington County Public Health's budget proposal met the directive. It did so by opting not to replace an outgoing staff member. Board of Supervisors Chair Richard Young said others either had nothing to cut or had factors beyond their control driving up expenditures. The auditor's office, treasurer's office, recorder's office, most of their budget is salary. Dan's budget will be more this year because of those three elections than an off-election year. Mm -hmm. And that's things I don't think people understand sometimes. The budget directive was an attempt to meet the demands of House File 718. 
The state legislation passed last year is expected to limit maximum property tax levies, which would cut Washington County's tax revenue by about $1.5 million a year starting in 2028. Budget Director Cindy Sin said the county was exploring options to shift revenue to other levies as it hopes to balance its checkbook. And we're still finalizing those numbers, which is right now what we're looking at is over a million dollars, right, that we're planning to to shift from here to shift the levying from the general fund to the... The local government leaves expenses up to department heads, while supervisors approve only the bottom-line funding for each department. That makes it hard to know what services might go on the chopping block if push comes to shove. It also makes it hard to settle disputes between agency leaders and county decision-makers. Here's what County Auditor Dan Widmer had to say about that. I don't know what we'd ever do if, if you said, Dan, you got to cut your budget by X, and I said, I'm not going to do it. If we'd arm wrestle, best out of three, or what? The Wellman Public Library spent this week moving back into its original location after months of renovation have roughly doubled its square footage. Library Director Carrie Gino said it was a long-awaited occasion. We're excited. The space, the new remodel space is gorgeous, and we just are really excited to finally be getting back in there, seeing everything set up, and reopening it for our community. Gino said the library would remain closed next week as well, reopening after February 22. Um, It's going to take a little while for us to get everything set up in the new space. We'll be closed a few extra days beyond the move just to get everything put away and ready to reopen. Washington County Public Health Director Emily Tokheim has announced that she'll leave the role in favor of a state position after February 29. At a meeting last week, Board of Health members voted not to hire an interim director in her absence. Instead, the agency will split up Tokheim's duties and delegate them to current staff. The decision was recommended by Tokheim herself. Uh, And I have had a couple of conversations internally with some of the staff that may be taking on some additional duties. um, They're agreeable. They, uh, They think that that would be the best given the circumstances and given the unknown uncertainty and the timing. The director said the department had tested the approach during her maternity leave last year with few issues. We do, we make a very big effort to always have backups to the backups mm-hmm. and, and plans in place. So um, a lot of the stuff we're talking about is, it's more just making sure it's clear what's coming up in the next few months and what the need is. The county has since posted the job opening, advertising a salary of seventy-five to ninety-five thousand a year. That's five thousand dollars higher than was advertised ahead of Tokheim's hire. County Supervisor Jack Seward Jr. said the adjustment accounted for inflation in the last two years. And I can't speak for the entire board of supervisors, but in an extraordinary circumstance, I don't think that there would be any lack of support mm-hmm. from the board of supervisors if we needed to do a budget amendment or make some some real uh, significant change. That's it for the local news. Stick around for the best news I've heard all week, right after this message. Hey, unless you're one of our two unexplained listeners on other continents, you've probably been to Washington before. That means you've probably heard of Dodici's. That means you've probably heard of the three-part lunch special they've got for $12.12. You're likely also familiar with the three-course dinner special for 2112, and you've surely caught wind by now of half-off bottles of wine on Thursdays. But when's the last time you ate there? 
Lately, Dodici's has upgraded their outdoor seating, and they've added wine flights. Don't worry, if you're not one for new things, it's still as easy as ever to enjoy the beautiful view of Washington's downtown, a selection of craft cocktails, and menu full of award-winning Italian cuisine. Thanks to Cafe Dodici for sponsoring the Washington Weekly Review. And now, the best news I've heard all week. Stewart Elementary students celebrated Kindness Week from February 12 to 15. Pupils at the school used the time to perform and recognize acts of kindness toward each other, like cleaning their peers' classrooms and making bookmarks for the local library. Principal Mike Marsden said the week fit well into the district's Capturing Kids' Hearts philosophy. Um, if, we want, if we have certain expectations, we need to teach that expectation. And so it's just a, just a way for us to kind of reach the whole student body um, and talk to them about what does it mean to be kind, what does that look like, what are examples of things that we could do to be kind, um, and not only just to each other, but um, but like where can we witness it, like how do we identify it, and whether that's student to student or teacher to teacher, or teacher to student. Um, in all facets of the school. Guidance counselor Tracy Almaline, who first pitched the idea to school administrators, said it was valuable practice. Kindness is kind of like building a muscle, right? The more you do it, the easier it becomes and the more natural it becomes. So this is a way of like introducing everybody to that building their kindness muscles. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is property of the Southeast Iowa Union. For those curious, WWR finished in second place for Class 4 Podcast of the Year from the Iowa Newspaper Association. We'll try to aim higher for next year's contest. Also, there may not be an episode on February 24 or March 2nd as I take some personal time away from work. At the latest, we'll be back in your ears on March 9. All right, that's it. This has been the Washington Weekly Review, and I have been Kalen McCain. Have a great week.